This is episode 306 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today, it's the greatest hit series with four steps to overcome binge eating behavior, or otherwise said, how to end the cycle of binge restrict. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and creator of the Going Beyond the Food Method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and undiet my life. It is now my mission to help women undiet their life. If you're new to our podcast, be sure to grab our free podcast roadmap at stephaniedoze.com forward slash roadmap. Ready, sisters? Let's do this. Hello, my sisters, and welcome back. And I'm kicking off a new segment of our podcast for the year to come, 2022. We are going to title this segment Greatest Hits because we have six years of podcasts. We have over 330 episodes on our podcast, and there's no way somebody can listen to all of this. So here's what I've been working on. I have looked at the most frequent question, the most frequent requests for help that we get. And then I went into the archive of the podcast, I scrolled through the feed, and I've picked episodes that give you solution for all of these main problem, I'm using air quote here, problem that you're experiencing. And I also looked at our most listened episode over the last six years, and I've picked the top one. And that's going to be our greatest hit series for this year. And today we're kicking this off with by far the number one topic and request for help that we get, which is binge eating behavior. Binge eating behavior, I know for me, in my journey to undieting my life, caused me a lot of emotional suffering. And if you're someone listening to this podcast episode right now who are experiencing binge eating behavior, I hear you, I see you, and I want to hug you because I know how painful it can be. be that's not the physical, but all the mental and the emotional suffering associated with these behavior. And here's the key here. That suffering, that emotional burden, that mental constant critical thoughts we're having or experiencing towards ourselves when we have binge eating behavior is the starting point of overcoming binge eating behavior. If we want to end the cycle of binge restrict in our life, it's not going to start with actual the food behavior. We have to step back and begin our journey with creating compassion and understanding our thoughts and our emotion towards that behavior. That's the starting point of overcoming it. And that's what we're going to talk about in the podcast today. And then we can go on to the actual food behavior. 
That's what we do inside of Undiet Your Life, our program. We get started with the whole mental and emotional piece. We teach you a framework. We teach you a way of processing these emotions and ending the self-critical thinking because it causes more binge eating, right? You have the binge eating behavior because of the food and then you have the binge eating behavior because of all the craziness that goes on in your head and in your body with the emotional load of it. So we start with the confident course that help you release that mental and emotional to then go into the module called peaceful, which is the actual food behavior. So if you're listening to this and you're like, this is the way that I need help, know that our program on Diet Your Life will be here for you. Now, at the beginning of this episode, you will hear a disclaimer because I want to make sure that people listening to this episode are not people that have been diagnosed with binge eating disorder. That is an actual disease and must be supported with individual care. So listen to the disclaimer. The intention of this episode is towards people that have the behavior in a non-life-threatening way. So while we keep that in mind, we're going to roll in our first greatest hits, four step to overcome binge eating behaviors. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the spectrum of eating behavior, disordered eating versus eating disorder, overeating versus binge eating. That's a big one. And then we're going to dive into how to end binge eating in four steps. So let's roll in our first greatest hits. First, I have to do a warning, a medical disclaimer here. This podcast is growing rapidly and it's recognized by other health professionals as a source of information for their private client. So if you are someone that has been diagnosed with an eating disorder or currently struggling with an eating disorder, This podcast is not aimed at treating your eating disorder or diagnosing an eating disorder. It is rather a simple source of information. We have given you in the show note, stephaniedote.com slash 220, to eating disorder helpline. If you are in a situation in a crisis and you need support, please contact those number. One is Canadian and one is American. So from that point, understanding that this is simply a source of information, not a source of diagnosis or treating, we're going to get started. The spectrum of eating behavior is something you should be aware. Eating behavior is not black and white. Diet culture has taught us to see our eating behavior as black or white, and that is the first step we need to do in healing our relationship to food, which is to get out of that and understanding that our eating is on a gray scale, a spectrum, right? We have on one end of the spectrum what is air quote called normal eating or intuitive eating behavior, which is when we eat when we're hungry, we stop when we fall, we find pleasure in food, we have a positive body image, we are allowing for indulgences and overeating doesn't trigger us. That is the world of eating intuitively, 
or, quote, normal eating. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we have diagnosable eating disorder, anorexia, bulimia, binge eating, and also arthorexia are all diagnosable life-threatening condition. And then in the middle of this, there is what is commonly more expressed in society, which is disordered eating. This is when we restrict intake of food to control weight or shape. That could be quantity or types of food. We don't eat from hunger and fullness, rather from external cue. We use food to regulate our emotion. We have compulsion and obsession around food. We are afraid of overeating. We have a negative body image. We are not flexible around food, all or nothing mindset. Basically, diet culture, how culturally we're being told to deal with food is actually what's called disordered eating. How do we know if we are disordered eating or eating disorder? So the very simple answer is professional assessment, right? If your behavior around food is dangerous to your health, well-being, and to your life, it is likely an eating disorder that should be addressed immediately with counsel from a health professional individually. And this is where the distinction, this nuances happen is when our behavior around food has negative side effect in our life and we continue to do it despite those negative side effects, either mental, emotional, or physical, for the sake of controlling our weight and or our body image. And that's when it becomes a life-threatening condition is because there's actually people who pass away from their eating disorder. And it didn't start one day. It was an evolution on the spectrum. Here's a couple stats for you. 75% of women report disordered eating behavior. 75% of women. And they will categorize their relationship to food and body as unhealthy. Why? Well, simply 65% of women are trying to lose weight. And when we engage into an intentional weight loss, 99% of the time, it is around food. That's how we try to control our weight. And that leads with time and experiences to disordered eating behavior. And then perhaps, well, time will go to eating disorder. So I hope I'm clear on this. And please seek help as I mentioned earlier, if you believe that you have an eating disorder. One of the most common questions or common assessment that I have to make for women is the difference between overeating and binge eating. And this is huge for people that sit in the spectrum of disordered eating because we think that our overeating is actually binge eating, when in fact, all your body is trying to do is bring fuel into you because you're restricting it. You have this perception of how much and what you should eat coming from your diet and diet culture. And when you go outside of that, you then go to the binge eating diagnosis. You self-diagnose yourself as binge eating when in fact, all your body's trying to do is survive. 
The difference between overeating, which is, by the way, a totally normal behavior, that's what most normal eater, quote, normal eater do, even intuitive eater do, consciously and intentionally on like occasion like holidays and parties. And they overeat intentionally and have zero guilt after. The problem with binging is that we have a ton of shame and guilt after because it's taking us away from our restriction around food, typically to change our body type. When we look at binge eating, I also want you to understand that binge eating is when we feel a lack of self-control. So binging is when we eat and we're out of control. We cannot stop the act of eating. Instead of consciously and intentionally eating two plates of Thanksgiving food, you actually are out of control. And most of the time when you binge, you are isolated and in secret. You don't want anyone to know. That is also a determining factor versus overeating and binge eating. Binge eating, if you have those behavior of binge eating, they again sit on the spectrum, right? It's not black or white. And one of this spectrum that leads to serious life-threatening condition is what we call bulimia. Bulimia is when you binge and then you compensate for the binged food in some way through purging, through usage of laxative, through diuretic, through fasting or excessive exercise as a way of controlling the quote calorie intake. If this is you, you should seek counsel right away. Bulimia is life-threatening because of that compensatory behavior. So the phone numbers are in the show note. I am not going to address bulimia moving forward because this is something that needs to be addressed with counsel on a one-on-one basis because it is extremely dangerous. So from that place of not being bulimia, but being binging behavior, how do we go about ending the cycle of binging and restricting? Like anything else, as I mentioned earlier, you have what diet culture will propose to you as a band-aid and quick fixes, right? Because you also have to be aware, by the way, I was reading an article last week, intuitive eating will be the number one health trend in 2020. As I predicted almost eight months ago, (laughs) intuitive eating will be the top health trend. So guaranteed that diet culture will co-hope intuitive eating and will say to you, well, just lift off all the restriction and that you will automatically stop binging. Mm, BS, that's not the solution. Why? Because restriction is only a behavior. Restriction is not what we need to fix. And that's why simply lifting the restriction doesn't fix the issue at hand. It doesn't fix what is really, truly what's going on. So although 
restriction lead almost guaranteed to binge eating, it's not the problem that we need to address. We need to go a layer deeper. And that layer deeper is going to be in the emotional realm. What creates a behavior, right? When you start studying mindset, what creates the behavior is your emotion. That's what we teach in the academy. And if you want more on that, go to our self-coaching episode somewhere around 203 or 204, I think. But go to that place. I'm not going to talk about this, but the fact is our behavior around food are created by our emotions. So if we want to stop the binging and restricting cycle, we need to go to that emotional layer. So from there, what sits in that emotional layer that causes us to binge eat? Number one is body dissatisfaction. And that is what... 67% of women are struggling with, which is dissatisfaction around their body. And diet culture has told us, okay, right, you're dissatisfied with your body, control your food intake, you're going to lose weight, and then you'll be satisfied with your body, which we know to be untrue. But then food is the tool of choice to fix your body dissatisfaction. And that's when the behavior around food becomes problematic. Two, as this real cause of binge eating is social pressure to be thin, social pressure to be dissatisfied with your body. And this is starting younger and younger because mainly of social media, right? Young girls as young as eight or nine years old are wanting to go on a diet to control their body's shape, to hopefully be satisfied and confident, right? This is what you have to face as a mom today is being equipped and tool to deal with that as young as those age because of social media. The third real cause of binge eating is low self-esteem. And this is clear in research where nearly all women and folks, I want to say women and men, I'm not doing a service to men if I don't mention men, but People diagnosed with binge eating disorder are nearly all on the spectrum of low self-esteem, all tied up with body image and diet culture and social pressure. Fourth real cause of binge eating is weight fluctuation, right? The more diets you've done in your life, the more fluctuation of high and low weight, the more you have risk of escalating to binge eating. That's my story, right? I did the low fat thing, the low calorie thing, the over exercise thing. Then I tripped over the world of real food, paleo, that didn't work, moved on to keto, that didn't work, moved on to fasting. And then it literally exploded in binge eating. The fifth cause of real cause of binge eating is again, history of extensive dieting. They perhaps wasn't weight fluctuation, but there is a long history of dieting, often dating back to teens, years. Sixth, real cause of binge eating, and this is present in nearly everyone that have a presentation of binge eating, 
is difficulty to cope with negative emotion, what I call emotional intelligence. You do not have the skill set to cope with anxiety, stress, jealousy, anger, and you use food as a way of regulating your emotion. Food basically becomes a drug that you use to feel better because you have no idea how to cope with the negative emotion. And that is a societal problem. This is something that we're not educated in as youngster. And then we grow up using external tool, in our case, in this community, using food to regulate our emotion. And that leads us to cause seven, real cause of binge eating, which is depression and anxiety, right? Syndromes of negative emotion, diagnosis, depression, and anxiety will often contribute to binge eating behavior. And then the ninth area that I want to point out is biological root causes. This is when we have genetic mutation or hormonal irregularities that will present itself into compulsion around food or food obsession or binge eating. Now, pause here. When I was first presented with this, when I did my research around binge eating, I went there. I spent thousands of dollars trying to get diagnosed with some kind of hormonal dysregulation, and I was searching for the magic pill that would fix my hormones so I would stop binging. It doesn't exist. Before any one of you goes out there do what I was doing, it doesn't exist, okay? They could be help at a neurotransmitter level, only when you seek one-on-one counseling from a specialist in eating disorder. However, know that will not take you away from doing the emotional work. You will have to do both together. The little, perhaps, neurotransmitter medication you may get will not solve your ability to cope with difficult emotion or will not solve body image dissatisfaction. You will still need to do this work. So I just want to caution everyone around that because I know a lot of you have a mindset that will get you there. Know that this could be a cause, but you need to be diagnosed individually for this. And then two, you will still need to do the rest of the work, which leads me to then what the heck is the work do I need to do? to stop the cycle of binging and restricting. I'm going to give you four blocks of work because I'm trying purposely to not call them steps, but it's four blocks of works for area you need to look into. Number one, radical acceptance. Acceptance that you are using food to regulate your emotion and you need to learn to regulate your emotion differently. Acceptance that you have a poor body image and you need to learn tools to regulate your body image. Three, nobody can come and save you. You need to do your work. You need to take responsibility for yourself. And this is where the work around love versus fear comes in. You need to shift likely with the help of something, someone, from fear to love. 
right? So when we look at binge eating, are you listening to this podcast right now as a hope to stop binging so you can stop gaining weight or you can finally lose weight? That is a fear process. You need to move in radical acceptance towards love. You want to do this work so you can feel better independently of what's going to happen to your external body. You need to do this from a place of love. That's a big mindset shift. The second block of work you need to work on is emotional intelligence. You need to learn to regulate your emotion without external element. In our case, food. You need to understand how your mind works because your mind is the cause of your emotion. And you need to work through your thinking, your mindset, so you can then regulate your emotion without using food. Third block of work, mindfulness. You need to learn to be present to your life and present to your eating. Now, caveat here. What I'm seeing happening right now is diet culture is telling you, here's how to stop a binge eating. I'm going to take my little voice, okay? (laughs) All you have to do is to be mindful in the middle of a binge. And that is going to magically stop the binge. Eh, Wrong. You cannot learn mindfulness in the middle of a binge. This goes against any mindfulness teaching. Mindfulness is something that you learn outside of the addiction, the problem area. You learn to practice mindfulness when you are okay. So when you're not okay, you can then bring that tool into your situation and help you regulate that situation mindfully. And yes, mindfulness, if you practice mindfulness in the middle of a binge episode, it will reduce and perhaps stop the binge. But you need to be able to do it outside first and then bring it in the binge event. You cannot start being mindful in the middle of binge, okay? That's the third block of work. Learn mindfulness outside and then gradually bring it into your relationship to food. Fourth block of work is reconstructing your relationship to food using intuitive eating. So in the same way that you constructed a diet mindset restriction relationship to food, when you learn to diet, you need to undo this and reconstruct your relationship to food in a intuitive manner. And that's where the framework of intuitive eating comes in. That's why I said in the beginning, this is just not intuitive eating. There's other blocks of work that needs to be done alongside to intuitive eating. Caution here, okay? Diet culture will try to tell you next year when intuitive eating will be the number one health trend. Simply learn to intuitive eating and you will stop binge eating. No, 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 no. It's not just that. There's other pieces of the puzzle that needs to be brought into this so you can overcome binge eating. So let me recap. Four blocks of work. Radical acceptance, emotional intelligence, mindfulness, and intuitive eating. Now, if you've been the victim of the diet culture quick fix, 
It's not about laying blame. It's not about pointing finger. It's about being compassionate with yourself, taking responsibility and saying, eh, I was the victim of that culture again. But now I know from this moment forward, I know it's not as simple as just not restricting my food. There is more for me to look into and to learn so I can reconstruct my relationship to food. Beyond ready to shed diet culture from your life and become the expert at your own body? Awesome. Then you need to join on Diet Your Life program. Go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join and join us now. On Diet Your Life is the first program of its kind with the unique combination of mindset, life coaching with intuitive eating and body image. Find your freedom, reclaim your power, and take control of your time so you can refocus on what really matter to you. Join Undiet Your Life at stephaniedoze.com forward slash join, and I'll see you on the other side.